The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. All right, all you have to do is take a look at uh, my text line or take a look at uh, any social media uh, account out there uh, to know that politics is very divisive and even more so uh, this day. And I think there's a number of reasons uh, behind it all. But to, to, to better help us have... Um, improve conversations around it and other controversial topics and maybe understand you know the other side better our favorite alabama-based psychologist joins us dr josh claypo is a clinical psychologist at the school of public health at the university of alabama birmingham dr josh welcome back to the show it's great to be here thank you how are things in alabama these days um controversial and divisive and angry as any other place in the state. Yeah, I, I, I can only imagine. So when, you know, I, we talked about the debate uh, in the last half hour and moving into, you know, this half hour, we thought it might be a good idea to give people some some tips on, on how to navigate what we're all going through right now. I mean, you know, not just with the debate tonight, but when, you know, any topic comes up when we're like, oh, or maybe on the other side of it, how do you, how can you listen to what the other person is saying and take it in without getting all fired up. Is there a way to do that? There is. Um, I will say this. It absolutely takes uh, effort. And I don't mean just effort going in, effort through the conversation. And and, and before I sort of talk about that, I, I would say that if you feel like you're not in a good place, you're feeling <laughs> uh, cranky, irritable, tired, what have you, then chances are it's not a good time to have a discussion about, you know, a controversial or debatable topic. And granted, we've got a lot of those right now, and it's everything Mm -hmm. from social change to pandemic to in the states here, the election. So, I mean, there's lots of things to not talk about, frankly. But, But if you choose to, you need to go in absolutely with this mindset which is the conversation i'm about to have i want to learn from the other person if you're going into the conversation and in your mind you're thinking i'm listening to the other person so i can get my point across so that i can make them understand Mm. then you're you're going to miss about 50 percent of everything they say so you must go in to that conversation saying i I actually want to I, i may not change my mind but I want to learn where they're coming from. And if you can't do that, then frankly, I would say, don't say anything and don't have the conversation. Uh, so it's, you know, we, we've said this before and we've had this conversation before, you know, you have to listen to actually hear, not listen to just talk. If you're if you're listening to someone and just coming up with the next thing that's going to come out of your mouth, then you're not doing yourself any justice, nor are you doing the person that you're having the conversation with any justice, because you're really not having a conversation, are you? No, it's called defense, and that's called defensive listening. And listen, it it happens all the time, not just in big topics. This happens with couples. This happens with kids. And their parents and the, and the idea of defensive listening is exactly what you said, which is I'm listening intently, but I'm listening for the purpose of either finding their mistake uh, or flaw in logic so I can get my point across 
or waiting for a break in the action so I can insert my view. It's much more like a debate. And the problem we have is we go in thinking, well, I'm just listening, but, but we don't really check our mindset throughout the whole process. And I always say this, say this to people. If you find yourself listening super intently so that you can figure out what you're going to say next, then, then you're defensive listening. And, and it's no longer a conversation. You're just in it for the debate, which, you know, at times that has its merit, but mm-hmm. it's not, that's not a conversation. So, you know, um, during my last half hour when we were talking about uh, about the debate, for, for instance, and it doesn't matter, it could be any kind of political topic, to be honest with you right now, um, doesn't matter if it's on the American side or, or on the Canadian side or, or here, you know, provincially, um, there's a lot of people just pointing fingers and laying blame, saying, um, you know, well, it's, it's media's fault, there's media bias on the left and the right, there's, um, you know, whatever announcers you may be listening to, whatever newspapers you may be watching, that sort of stuff. When it comes to bias, uh, Dr. Claypo, and, um, and and people's ideas around that, and I might be putting you on the spot here, but how, how do you, how do you, how do you, how do you, how do you deal with, with that? Because there are, there are some people that just no matter what are, are going to stick to their guns. There's other people that are just going to point fingers and, it's all rather exhausting, um, to be honest with you. W- when you're telling people what to listen and what to learn, I guess my question is, is what is your advice to them when it comes to taking it all in? Uh, I would say this, and I'm actually going to give my son uh, credit for this. Uh, my son <laughs> recently, or actually last year, gave a TED Talk on this topic, it's called, and he calls it Radical Empathy. And I, when, as soon as we hear that word empathy, everyone's like, oh, my God, i got to be sensitive. And, but it, in his talk, he really discussed this. Seek to learn. To learn why the person is speaking the way they are. Even if you vehemently disagree, even if you think they're the most biased, you know, rigid person you've ever met. If you can go in with a curious mindset in... How did they get to this point? Why are they this way? Now, this is not a judgment. This is not why are they this way so that I can change them. But if you can force yourself to be curious about someone who absolutely has views different than you, then what you do is you sort of set up, you set yourself up for asking different questions. Because if somebody comes across to me and has very strong views, very biased in my opinion, And I think to myself, hmm, I wonder how they got to those conclusions. Hmm. And I ask those questions. How did you get to that? How how did you come to know that? Why do you think that that is happening? You know, it sounds a little bit like a psychologist. But what it does (laughs) is it takes you out of the fight. It takes you away from I've got to hold my ground, which is exhausting, and basically puts it in, I'm going to learn about this other person. And that's going to be the entire point of the conversation. Again, I say the same thing. If you feel you can't do that or you feel you don't want to do that, then the best thing to do is be quiet. Don't, don't engage for the purpose of trying to just get your point across. 
Because there's a lot of times we don't need to do that. And is, and is the media biased? Sure, we're all biased. We're all, we all have biases in different areas and different ways. It's your job as an individual to, to navigate that. Dr. Claypoy, you know, it's interesting when you talk about removing yourself from that conversation or saying, you know, what if you're not in the right headspace to have that conversation, don't have it. And I've done that. And I can remember that, you know, a couple of years ago, actually being uh, away on a, on a listener's trip and we got into talking politics. And I just said to the person that I was talking with, you know, I don't think that this is the right place or the right time to have this conversation. Um, you know, we've had a few drinks. We're both pretty, um, we're going to get heated about it. Let's let's move away and maybe we have, an, uh, have the conversation another time or just realize at this point, we're both really, really far apart, um, you know, on this issue. And, um, I, you know, maybe, maybe we will discuss it again someday, but at this point, this is not the time. And it actually just de-escalated everything yeah. and we can continued on having a wonderful time that can happen uh, yeah, it absolutely can and listen right now the there is so much fuel in the to the fire right now mm. um you know couples have conversations and arguments and defensive listening happens all the time but the, the topics tend to be specific to you and your partner or maybe you and your friend right now if you take the main the big topics that are out there mm. there's so much fuel from from television and from social media and just everywhere that it's almost impossible to have a disagreement about the topic. I, I, I can't even believe that I'm saying that, but I believe in the clients that I see, uh, in the companies even that I work with, I'm telling people to kind of stay away from it unless you can go into it not to have a debate. Yeah. If you're in this situation to debate with someone else right now, the chance of you getting in an argument and saying something that you don't want to say or having a negative view is probably about 75 to 80 percent. So my recommendation is unless you care to literally learn from that person, how did they get to that place, that radical yeah. empathy, yeah. then I talk about talk about something else. It is 2.50. Dr. Josh Claypo joining me this afternoon, a clinical psychologist, the School of Public Health, the University of Alabama, Birmingham. And we're talking about trying to have better conversations, especially ones when it uh, comes to heated topics like politics. And on the eve of the first presidential debate, we thought we would have one of these conversations. Uh, Dr. Josh, um, when it comes to dealing with friends or, or relatives um, and, and things can get quite heated with them. It does, do, do the same things apply as what we talked before about, hey, if you're not ready to deal with it, don't deal with it, walk away. But sometimes that can be tough if they're living in the same house or if you're having, you know, Thanksgiving dinner in two weeks, right? Yeah, I, I, you know, you got a psychologist on here and I'm supposed to have all these magical tricks, right, for how to have these conversations. But I think that your safest bet, frankly, right now, is to not get into it. Um, again, I go back to the mindset. Mindset is absolutely everything here. Um, and and it, even if you go in with the idea that I'm going to have this conversation, it's we're going to, uh, you know, we're just going to discuss. We're not going to debate. There is very often, and we all can feel this, this point at which you feel it crossing over. Um, it, very often it's an autonomic nervous response. You feel yourself going from discussion to your face gets a little flushed or you're, mm. you can feel yourself getting tense. 
that's the point in which it's critical to just back off because that's the point at which your body is telling you, I'm going from conversation to survival mode. And I, and I know that sounds like an uh, extreme word, but it's not. Your body is going into fight or flight, even if you're just talking to your family. So when you're feeling that changeover, it's the time to just back off and go to something else because most of us are not going to have a fruitful, productive conversation around this. The other thing, though, let me say this. The other thing as well, keeping the topic narrow also helps. So it's one thing to talk about the pandemic. It's one thing to talk about the presidential debates or social change. That's really hard to have a discussion about. If you can pick out specific areas that you agree to talk about, you're more likely to have a conversation. And I'm not talking about going off on a tangent. I'm talking in the beginning stages to say, hey, 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 let's not talk about the pandemic. Let's talk about, I don't know, uh, what what the biological origins are or maybe what efforts are taking place too. You still may get into an argument, but by being narrow, you're much, you're much more likely not to get into that argument because you're both on the same topic. So before I let you go, looking for a bit of advice on, on a hand, how to handle all of the stress that comes from all of this. How do we, how do we manage the words, uh, some of the, you know, sometimes the accusations, the language, just the nastiness that seems to be all around? Yeah, so I think a couple of things. One, absolutely, you have to take care of yourself. And I know that, again, that sounds like sort of cliche, but we are in <laughs> another cliche, unprecedented time. <laughs> it is critical that you pay attention to you. If you're feeling anxious, nervous, agitated, cranky, then you've got to do something to back off. You want to stay in the fight? That's fine but you're not doing yourself much good. And it is not your job to either calm anybody else down or change their mind. So take care of yourself. The second thing is get a little balance in your life. You know, as much as is going on right now, you still need to eat, you still need to sleep, you still need to spend time with your family, you still need to spend time with friends. It does not need to be the large issues 100% of the time. The last thing is, have a little bit of entertainment in some way. Take the edge off. And, and here's the last example I'll use. I, every morning I, I, I co-host a, 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 a show, a radio show on, on KCAST Radio. Every morning, and every morning I get into these huge arguments with my co-host. But you know what? <laughs> in the middle of it, we go off on a, a comedic tangent or we go off mm-hmm. on uh, a sports tangent. My point is you can only do this for so long before your body and your mind wear down. And frankly, to be honest, we're in this for the long haul. This is not gonna change tomorrow. So mindset's everything, pay attention to your body, get a little humor in there, and realize that, look, you know, we're, we're all the same humans no matter how much we disagree with somebody. Uh, Dr. Josh, always appreciate our conversations. Want to let everyone know that uh, you can follow you on, on Instagram, on Twitter. You've got great great stuff that you put out on a regular basis. Always enjoy our conversations. Thanks for joining us this afternoon. 
thing soon. Have a good one. All right. Take care. Dr. Josh Claypo joining us this afternoon. Again, his Instagram account, really good. If you're on Insta, you might want to check it out. He does a lot of, um, he does a lot of, videos just giving little nuggets of advice and again remember yesterday we talked uh, about that text for hope and the text for mood and, and people find them in all different ways right it doesn't have to be something through hs that you've signed up for maybe you maybe you've signed up on on something to get uh, you know one of those motivational things every morning um from from somewhere else but dr josh also puts a lot of great stuff out there so i'm going to urge you uh, to do that a lot of you saying hey ryan ryan not in the dozer this afternoon says i highly recommend deleting social media uh if anyone has mental health problems i did it recently and it feels great and something i should have done years ago and and not only if you have mental health problems i think you know deleting social media and i've thought about it over and over again and it's and it's difficult for me because of my job and some some folks can't because of their jobs but i hear over and over again from people who say you know social media has just you know, turned their lives into a dumpster fire at times you get so worked up on it you're you're so angry about things you're you're consumed by it and i do think social media has contributed to a lot of this i really really do